0: Welcome to another episode of the Mister Therapist and the Counselor podcast, Jesse O.
1: Today we are going to talk about burnout.
0: Yes, we are, and I want to remind you guys: if you like the show, please subscribe. Please share the show if you find value from it as well. You ready to get into this? Yes,
1: let's do it right now. <laughs> let's do to it. those that are valuable and not so valuable. Here we
0: go. Jesse, burnout. Talking about burnout. We're
1: jumping right into it. I'm not ready to do this uh, at this you point. You need to, in warm time. Right, to warm up. I wanted to warm up and talk about a couple different things. So, uh, one thing I want to talk about is somebody that I really truly admire that's been a part of the show for a few episodes now. Yes. Um, his name is Dave Batista. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if you've noticed because most people don't watch this on um on video, but uh, Dave Batista who is Drax from the Guardians of the Galaxy, he's going to be somewhat, I don't want to call him a mascot because he's so much more than he's that. In,
0: he's in Uber too, right? Like the, <laughs> the movie Uber?
1: Stuber? <laughs> Stuber, <laughs> yeah. He does Uber driving as well, uh, along as being that a That was probably the best actor. movie he's no, I No, th- he was in Dune, which should have won Academy Award for Best Picture. There's yeah. no doubt about that in you my that eyes. We're, so. we're a fan of yours. So uh, Dave Bautista in his Bluetista outfit from his WWE wrestling days will be joining us from here on out somewhat being um, kind of like the wind beneath my wings when I need it so yeah, and also something that's followed us since the first episode uh, Manny has brought back his purple pants and boy was I excited Brandon uh, who's filming us today who's our, our third person in crime here uh, he you know pointed out how fantastic these pants are <laughs>
0: they are they're, a very, part- they're very like Saul Goodman you know, it's all good, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So I uh, I really enjoy the purple pants. I think Thank it's you. hashtag purple pants. Uh, you can start trending that at any point in time. Um, it's going to be just
0: a huge influence. <laughs> I, purple do, pants. I do it for the people, man. Yeah, you
1: do. Those purple pants do it for the people. Yeah. I bet you they do. So, <laughs> um, so today... Uh, this the topic of the podcast today. Was there anything that you want to get out? I talked a lot right now about purple pants and blue Batista. Is there Any colors that you want to talk about that are important this week?
0: <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna take it this week. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for that introduction. <laughs>
1: um, so today I wanted to talk about something that was inspired by a guest that we had uh, recently on the Mister Therapist and the Counselor podcast. When we brought in Danae in here. Uh, she had brought up the idea of, um, we, we talked about burnout. We talked about how the mental health system is flawed. And after we recorded that podcast, man, it just it really like, uh, it, it opened up a lot of things for me. It struck a nerve with me on how much uh, burnout is so big in our field. And it's something that we ask. Uh, we talk about self-care a lot with our clients, but how often we don't. I don't don't, I'll speak for myself and some of the peers I've worked as how we don't often like we don't really carry the flag with that. We 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 suggest it. And a lot of times we just don't even know how to practice it. Uh, So I kind of I wanted to ask you just about we could talk about burn. I think the question that initially wanted to ask you was like. Has there a point in time when you've been burned out in your in your position in your field uh, yeah. as a therapist uh, and I want you to uh, yeah talk about your experiences dealing with burnout what does yeah, burnout yeah, feel like?
0: Sure. yeah yeah no I think I think it's different for everybody um, but I mean I, I think we're in a field we're in an industry where burnout is high right for I mean we we're just talking about the the two people we had on our show don't practice anymore. yeah
1: they're they currently out of the field yeah. and i mean for somewhat i don't want to say exactly the same reasons yeah. but
0: um and then i was you makes you wonder right and then we know many other people as well who like especially in the treatment world where it's where i come from it's where you're currently in it's like you there's a lot of turnover and it's it's agencies it's uh you know treatment centers even uh in private practice, yeah, I'm, I experience burnout all the time. Um, the question was, what what does it look like?
1: I, I really wanted to know about your own personal experience. We mentioned some peers, and before we we started recording, I, I brought up different peers that I know that have stepped out of the field. The the, the link between that, as I think about addiction treatment, I think about how those programs are set up and how you know you'd mentioned turn turnover. I, there is this sense because I still work in the field that the suggestion is 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 made that hey, we want you to take care of yourself. It's something I mentioned to our uh, to the, to Danae that was here uh, not too long ago. Was that like, it, and maybe it's just me, but like I've been almost designed in these programs that I you know i I could take a day off, but uh, it's. Because we are so involved in with our clients and their treatment plan and helping them improve and grow, like it's almost it's it's so challenging to I don't want to say separate because I can I think I mentioned this before in an earlier podcast so like when I leave on Fridays uh, from my from my current profession like I can like I can put a lid on it I'm yeah. okay but when you're in it it's the we're, it's almost designed to. Go, go, go. Don't stop. Um, We're working with people that are struggling with maybe things that are, I don't want to say more, are are just in the now, in that moment in time. So I wanted to ask you just like for you, like what what does burnout look for you? Have you experienced burnout personally?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think for me um, it looks like I – I stopped caring, I think. Um
1: So that's like that's a key component right yeah, there for burnout for you is you yeah. just don't care as much.
0: Yeah, and it's not like I don't care. I do care. Um but caring gets harder, you know, and, and yeah. So it yeah, it gets tougher. It's it's almost like I start getting really pessimistic, negative, um complaining about the work that I'm doing or the burden that I feel coming from it. um, I, yeah, I start just like turning from this compassionate, empathetic therapist to this stressed out person who has to help people versus, you know, I get to be in the room with somebody and I start losing the appreciation for conversations And for the the, the benefit that they can give people. Um, So, I mean, that's how that's exactly what it looks like for me. And I've experienced it a lot of times, a lot of times in treatment and even outside of when I was working outside of treatment in prior practice, I, I, I experienced it as well.
1: Is that part of the reason why you do only private practice right now? And for anybody that is still very new to this podcast, like what is private practice? uh, Explain just a little bit in detail. What's the difference between like private practice and and working for? An agency. uh, Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So like, you know, when I was in an agency or into treatment center, you get clients who you're assigned to see and you're supposed to be seeing X amount of clients a week and you're supposed to help fight for them to get coverage for insurance and be on top of your notes and fight with the insurance companies to try to make sure that they stay in treatment Um, and post that getting out of that you know i started my private practice and that's a little bit different because you get a mix of private pay clients you can take insurance if you want i don't Um, and you can kind of manage your schedule a little bit right like pick choose like when you're available when you're not available Um, but is it a reason why I left? Um, I don't think so. I I think I've always had, um, the, 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 the vision of wanting to do my own thing. Uh, but I think, I think it would have probably been like at some point, I I think it's the reason why I I remember not wanting to work in addiction for a while. So maybe that, maybe that was a reason I felt burnt out with it. I felt like. I was having the same conversations. I was like seeing the same people. I was like, I just felt like it was the same thing. Right. And I, and I just kind of got tired of it, but Yeah. yeah. So
1: there was also a limitation for you in that. Would you say that with addiction and primarily would you, I guess, I guess there's so many different clients that addiction treatment would not have obviously, yeah. right? You're not going to have a couple in uh, you know, you're, you're maybe I mean in the, addiction
0: yeah, yeah, you can have couples, yeah, can, families. A, right, I okay. mean, I was doing family work. But, but
1: but but not like at a program, right? You would have to yeah. Or oh, I guess you would do yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay. I, I mean, I, I was with a family directing program. The family program. Yeah, 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 so yeah. So. I
0: mean, but not it, it wasn't a big part of like it was a little aspect of the treatment, right? Yeah. It, mainly you're seeing individual clients struggling with addiction, but yeah, it's an aspect of it, um,
1: but for you, it was more of a desire to just to do to be more independent. Yeah, and it wasn't really anything re- that had to do with the program. Not like directly, life kind of.
0: Not okay. directly, not okay. directly. But I would, I mean, but who's to say, right? If like, if if treatment working in treatment was very balanced, and if they like helped you really take your mental health seriously, and and you know made you i I know some people who their work makes them take a sabbatical like every five years you know and so but if they had maybe implement maybe i wouldn't have left i don't know right i can't say for sure um but but i don't think i left for that reason but i still get burnt out even now you know what i mean like it's not like i've escaped burnout because i don't work in treatment anymore
1: we can identify patterns lack of coping skills that somebody has that potentially is burning out like or stressed out or has anxiety for you, self-reflection, are you one to go, hey, I feel like I'm burned out right now? Or do you have to have people point that out to you? Because I think that's yeah. that's something I see. Some people, uh, when I'm working side by side with clinicians, occasionally people will ask me, like, do you feel like you're burned out? and Back to my ego, as you'll hear this brought up in so many episodes, is like, no, no, I'm not burned out. I'm I'm good. Like, I'm okay. Like, I'm just – I don't know. I'll, I'll just refer to almost as being tired or <laughs> yeah, yeah. whatever excuse. Like People tell you that? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. they'll get a sense. Yeah. Uh, and it's probably certain signals that I'm putting out there. Maybe I'm
0: – What I'm, does it look like for you? a
1: what, what does yeah. burnout look yeah. like to me? um kind of some of the things that you said uh taking things for granted i know with like sarcasm i i've i've always wanted i've always practiced not being cynical because i think there's, there's a big difference between cynical and being sarcastic i use a lot of humor but the humor becomes sharper and sharper and yeah. to where it's you know it's it is it's it starts yeah. to get a little bit ugly so maybe it's almost falling on cynical <laughs> i start
0: rolling my eyes sometimes yeah. like like you know um if I got to see like say back to back to back, I'm like oh my gosh, like so that'll be like a sign up for me of like oh man, why are you rolling your eyes? Like these are your clients. Like, I don't think
1: I'm a mouth breather, but I had a colleague <laughs> tell me one time. Every time I walked by their office, I would do this big you deep do. sigh, You're like right? a dragon, bro. But yeah, fire breathing for sure. So yeah, <laughs> I, I would have these big deep sighs, and I wouldn't even notice it. I had one person in the office one time, like. They heard me do that and they're um, like, Are you okay? And I'm like, What? Are you okay? I just heard that big. <laughs> you really deep do do breath, that. <laughs> and I was like, Holy shit. And I asked this person, I said, Listen, I was like, Can you just kind of call me out? Will you call yeah. me out on that? Yeah. And they're like, I don't want to give you a con-. I was like, Listen, no, I've heard this from multiple people. Like, this is my attempt at uh, pay attention. Like, uh, it's kind of my cry for help, is right, this. Yeah. <sighs> His deep yeah. sigh. So, um, like, so those things. And here's the thing. Once again, yeah, I don't think I start to even identify the, the burnout. Yeah. I, I do need people to make that suggestion for me. And initially, like I said, I'll do the pushback because I'm so defensive and yeah. protective of like whatever of my position, or maybe people will think that I'm not strong enough yeah. because I'm ha- showing burnout. But
0: you know, it's funny. I, I actually just made a th- uh, an appointment with my therapist because I, I felt the need. Like, I, like. I, noticed just how i was feeling and like just my moods and so i like a week ago i was like hey like can i get back in so uh, i think in private practice i have to be more accountable to to my my emotions and where i'm at emotionally um and so the cool thing about the liberty of my practice is i can kind of move around as i as i as i want to and so like I'll have the opportunity to check in with myself, right? It's not like someone's telling me, go see these clients. So, so yeah, I just made an appointment. And then in terms of who checks me on my burnout, um, no one directly, but sometimes my wife, she'll be like, hey, do you my therapist's name is Corey. Do you need to go see Corey again? I'm like, oh, damn, why is she saying that? <laughs> so
1: what what is your response when she does say that? Do you, I'll think about it. I, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, I'll be like, I don't know, maybe. Maybe you're right, you know, because I'll – be dumping on her or whatever, you know, and I'll start noticing that she maybe, maybe she's like, all right, like I can't take it anymore. <laughs> enough is enough. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I think when I'm in private rights, I have to, re- I have the responsibility to recognize that, you know?
1: What? Well, well, maybe because you've been now designed because you are your own boss in yeah, a lot of ways, you've yeah. had to take that responsibility, but I admire that, that you have that you notice that within yourself because I still a lot of times I yeah I still do not I'm very
0: emotional though so like you know it's not that hard to like for me to notice it like like I'll, I'll cry easily or I'll like you know I'll, I'll get so stressed out that I'll start like I'll cry on the way to work sometimes and I'm like damn so I mean it's it's not like it's very repressed you know what I mean it's if when I'm there like the signs go off it's like something's not right with me like (laughs) you know and so i don't know do you feel like you can kind of push it down a little bit more or
1: i here's the thing i think i'm extremely emotional yeah um uh you you know that cole saying like don't things don't take things personally i take everything personally like life is personal I, i i just can't you know i i do i and that's you know another thing where I'm flawed at, but no, I think I'm, I'm very emotional. Yeah. Um, I guess is being emotional and, but in touch with your emotions, the same thing.
0: No, it's, it's not. not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I, I'm, I would say I'm in touch with my emotions. And maybe um, that's where I'm not. And I am emotional okay. at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. But, but if when you're emotional, cause I feel that when you said that, I felt that like, yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah. Like I'm emotional too. And it almost feels like a little, a little thing you get from anybody can be a little jab at you at your 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 emotion system, your heart, your whatever. You take that personally, whether it's someone you know. Maybe you planned for this amazing content to, to present it in group, and it kind of flopped, right? It kind of that's a jab at you, or uh, or you try to connect with a client, and it just didn't go well. Like that's a jab at you. So us emotional people, I feel like yeah, we got to be on top of that because. You know, we get these little cuts throughout the day. It's gonna add up, you know.
1: I um, I, th- I think about our our colleagues, and I I I look at my like self like in the field as I, I've worked oh, like probably like ten ten or so years in this industry now, and I almost feel like there comes a point in time where, where I just. You know, you mentioned the clients being repetitive and there is that, that, that idea is it's, it does become what somewhat of a repeat. I yeah. mean, I work in the program where it's 30 days and we get a reset with new people, but I, you know, part of it helps me part of it. Cause I see patterns, you know, obviously I gain experience, but there is that point of just like, when, when do I take this in a different direction? Yeah. Uh, and so I, I, I don't know, it, it could be just over time like i'm becoming more and more worn down from yeah. the industry itself um but yeah i think burnout is just something that it's it's acknowledged um i don't know i guess maybe i could ask you is like how how could i start to recognize more signs or how can i, I had a very
0: practical answer for that yeah meditate yeah, yeah i think you know I I've been doing it for the past couple of weeks now. I I'm often I'm always on and off of it, but I feel like when I'm meditating, I'm more aware right. of like myself and the shit that's happening around me. Um also like you you said you have people who like call you out. Yeah. Like maybe there's people that you trust that you're like, all right, these are going to be you know, maybe you go up to them and like, hey, like, please let me know if you start seeing me get negative or breathing through my mouth a lot or whatever, right? right like, whatever <laughs> the, pattern whatever is, the yeah, patterns, are. Whatever the patterns are because... Whatever fire comes out my yeah, mouth. because yes. I think that's, I mean, that's got to be the, you got to have people to call that out for you, right? And, yeah. I mean, t- I kind of like to make this a little more like tools-wise, I think, like, because I'm sure we're not the only ones that experience this. Mental health professionals aren't the only one that experiences Any listener, any person can go through burnout in their job. And so how do you, yeah, how do you become more aware of yourself and your sensations? Like I think that's the first step is doing that, becoming more aware of yourself and meditation is great for that. I think, you know, yeah.
1: um, You mentioned med- meditation during the last couple of weeks. Meditation is something like I've somewhat attempted, but I really struggle with for a person that's uh, got that brain. Like what do talk. you, what do you struggle with? Um, The quiet maybe. Uh, I'm trying no. to think right now. Yeah, we didn't like practice this question, so I w- I don't want to give you some bullshit response here. Yeah. But
0: it's th- good. This is when it gets good. Yeah, right. Cats.
1: So yeah. I th- I think that um, I just I, str- I struggle with the calm. Yeah. I think there's probably still like a lot of chaos inside of me. Mm. Like I I've noticed in the last couple months, I, I take more deep breaths. Um, I-, I know box breathing something that I'm like I think I know how to do that. Um, I've read plenty of like worksheets or you know information on 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 how to do box breathing. Uh, it's just even like little things like that. But I I think it's sh- maybe it's just potentially that I'm it's kind of, I I'm just always I am so go go go. Yeah. I, I'm wired off anxiety and yeah. caffeine and yeah. uh, to like I'll breathe and then I'm like boom right yeah. back at it. So I I just don't know
0: what when you say you struggle with the calm and there's a lot of chaos. Do you get anxious with the quiet? Is that like...
1: I think okay. I just don't allow... I've, I've noticed more as time has went on in my life, personally and professionally, like I do like the quiet. I do like the calm. Yeah. I just, I don't I don't let it settle enough. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe there's an expectation that something more should happen, even though I'm giving it only like yeah. a small small amount of time but I think that's probably yeah. where I struggle with
0: yeah I, I almost think that's almost like a clue right A cl- like a like a like a, like a, some, like a, just, like a signal a signal okay. right like if something makes you uncomfortable it's almost like leaning into that a little more right like why is this making me so uncomfortable why does a quiet create chaos or why does it why am I uncomfortable with it it almost like maybe a, yeah a, a signal or a clue to push into it a little more right yeah. And and maybe meditation, because you struggle with it, maybe you should do it more. <laughs> right, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. be, be a cool uh, cool exercise. Yeah.
1: I wanted to touch on, too. I think that's important. It's something, you know, I refer back to this podcast we had with Danae because the mental health system being flawed um, – and with our peers, a number of our peers stepping away from the field, and I don't want to just say it's because of addiction. You don't know, yeah. yeah. But but I also know that I'd mentioned to you before we started was that um, during the pandemic, one thing um, that I'd noticed was that it was the first time people – I don't want to say the first time, but people were turning to me about how to handle the world, like yeah. the life. I had Clients came in. And they're dealing with these new anxieties, and you know maybe addiction or whatever's going on—mental health, addiction—and they're turning to me like, "How do I deal with this time in our life right now in the world?" And I had to respond to him like, I, I don't know." Yeah. Um, I had—I remember I had a younger client like, uh, and I'd said, actually, it wasn't a younger client; it was. <laughs> It was my wife. She's like, "You've dealt with a pandemic before, right?" And I was like, "How do you? How old do you think I am? Like sixty or something like that?" <laughs> yeah, the bird flu one, right? I but I, I was like, "No." But I mean, like Dude, the Black Plague. I, <laughs> I remember when clients came in with the Black Lung. It was a challenging time in that. Uh, but I. Uh, she was probably just fucking with me as she tends to do a lot. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, but like the idea of just like, this was so new, the pandemic. I yeah. had no idea. There was no training for what, how to do with deal with this environment. Everyone's and it was lucked, hand. And yeah. yeah. And during that time, um, as we were kind of talking about and Brandon mentioned too many people have changed their careers and it, it shifted the world completely but still people ha- still haven't really recovered from that and maybe there's still maybe there's a sense of burnout in that time of just like the things we had to. some of us had to carry and take yeah. on and she had mentioned that too like um, for us those that worked in the mental health field, this was a whole new thing. Yeah, But it was – yeah, there was – we still had to keep going and pushing on. And, yeah. it's, and we, now we have clients. I've read a statistic that said, like, one out of three clients will have some type of anxiety disorder because of that time yeah, in our lives. Yeah. So do you think that played a big shift on, like, maybe even more burnout than we've ever seen before? Why people are getting out of the field?
0: I think so because when I think of burnout, I think of, like, you know – are your needs being met, right? And and usually when you're burnt out, y- you've given too much of yourself and you've neglected too much of yourself. And so in a time like COVID-19, um, you know, I think we were considered first responders, right? Because we still we, we were essential, we had to work. We we had to be there for people in a time of panic. And so if you're panicking, But you're not addressing that or maybe you can't address it or you don't have the time or, you know, you just have to whatever, whatever the reason being. If you're giving yourself, giving people comfort, helping them work through their anxiety and their stuff, but then yours isn't worked on, then yeah, right? And so the COVID era is a time where that was sort of maximized, magnified, right? To the fullest because everyone is anxious. No one knows what to do. But you're still having to sit there. And sit with somebody and put your shit aside a little bit, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think I think you definitely could contribute to that to that burnout thing. So yeah. So. Yeah.
1: Um. Regarding being burned out as well, you know, you mentioned you know going back to therapy. Um, that's something that I thought maybe we should talk about another time.
0: Oh, dude, I'm waiting to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, talk about it now.
1: Um, but I, you know, big thing on this podcast um is that i you know wrap it up we got three minutes <laughs> <I know. laughs> then kind of saved by the bell right we can't save this for another episode yeah, but yeah. like um i've i said initially i like, think everybody should have a therapist yeah. but i don't have a therapist yeah and i have been talking about this for oh quite a while and um And like I said, luckily we're we're shortly out of time here, but this is something that I've been struggling with. Like, and we've talked about ego as well. Not having one or not having uh, a therapist and like that sense of like, when I start to feel better, even though maybe I don't know if I'm feeling better, maybe I am really burned out. And um, just the the challenge in like finding a, a therapist and actually like, taking action with that. Yeah. But I believe, like I said, yeah. we got that three minute warning. We're about to yeah. wrap it up here. So, but that's something. You know what, dude? Out. I'm
0: really happy that like you're looking, I think like it's, I, I, I mean, you haven't even said about that, right? <laughs> no, mind. I have, yeah. I have yeah. been, I've you been have scouting been yeah. the best of the best. Yeah
1: call me jesse o
0: send them a referral once you find them you know like okay <laughs> We can rate them here on the podcast <laughs> there we go <laughs> yeah i'll be like but but you yeah, know i'm really happy you're searching and or you're just even aware of it and you're doing some inner work because i think um you give a shit about the work you do with clients and i think it's gonna just get that much better uh as you explore your own life in yeah. therapy so thanks my dude yeah man
1: so until next time my friends
0: catch you later dudes <laughs>
1: I don't know. That's like full house, I think. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uncle Jesse's saying Purple Pants. That's good. Did you like it? Yeah, that's good. I I was was happy because I was actually.